What's up, everybody? Welcome to F&G Podcast. We back at it with another episode. I'm Big O. And I'm Gator. And how about them Cowboys? You know, after what feels to be like three months later, but we finally get another dub. We're what, on a five-game losing streak? Four uh, games? I think it was four. I know it was too many, to say that much. This was an actual first game that they legit looked like they deserved to win. Because we were down to the Giants before we beat them. That was win number two. And obviously everyone remembers the Falcon collapse. And we should have lost that one too. We could have been one in ten right now. Or would it be one in nine? One in nine. One in nine. So, I mean, that's crazy to think. Like, And we're tied for second. NFCs. <laughs> <laughs> By yeah. a half game. Wow. That's uh that's embarrassing to be honest with you. Yeah, but going forward, man, uh we have the easiest schedule out of the NFC East of remainder games. Out of the teams we have remaining, the only team that has a winning record is Baltimore. I mean I guess that's exciting, but win the division with six wins. Eight and eight. I mean we could still go eight and eight, but that's uh that's asking a lot. I want them to go nine and seven, win out. Stop being a little bitch. Well, the way Baltimore's playing right now, it's not out of the picture. Went out. I mean, Baltimore lost to two really good teams. They lost to Pittsburgh and they lost to Tennessee. Like it don't take nothing away from <laughs> don't Baltimore's still the number two team in the or number three team in the AFC. Well yeah, but that's the thing. They were the number two team. Now they're dropping and they continue to drop in the oh, AFC. Oh, okay. They dropped to number so, three. That's dude, you're talking about Pittsburgh. So you're gonna tell me that you're still gonna hold them at number three if the Cowboys do end up beating Baltimore too. If, if somebody as shitty as we've been playing goes in and beats Baltimore. If we go in and beat Baltimore? Yeah. I mean, the odds of that are, are you know, slim to none. But, I mean, anything could happen. It's a football game. Anything could happen. So, I mean, to say that it's impossible for the Cowboys to win or anything like that? No. Shit ha- I mean, shit happens. One bad call. One, you know, something like that along, along the lines of that, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't I don't see them winning out. I believe we could win. Um what is it? Washington. We play Washington tomorrow, Thanksgiving Day. Uh dude, honestly, I'm I'm real worried about Washington. Their defense is pretty stacked. I don't know our offense did okay against Minnesota, but I don't know if we have enough to keep that momentum rolling. You know, Minnesota's always has been hit or miss the whole season, so Well, they're saying that a lot of the reason we worked out against Minnesota, granted, they lost a lot of their pass rushes this offseason or or the last couple offseasons. They lost a lot of big-name pass rushers that helped them out the last couple years. But uh, moving Zach Martin over to the edge, was that guard? Uh Uh-huh. Or tackle. Tackle. That's what I meant was tackle. And uh, that really helped solidify that edge over there because he's the best lineman we've got right now. Right, right. So – they're saying that, that that helped solidify the line, moving him out to the outside and then allowing the newer guys to work the inside. Yeah, I mean, I guess that works. You got the running backs uh, help in the middle and the outside solidified. I don't know. Maybe maybe they finally figured out what they needed to do to uh, step their shit up. I, uh, Dalton did pretty good. I, I know he had a pick. I didn't see the pick. He, he just made an errant throw. They were inside the – they might have been inside the red zone getting ready to score – um, I think he was getting ready to take a sack and he decided to just throw the ball up and it was, it was an errant throw, but he, he came back from it. It wasn't anything like I was kind of like at the time I was like, you gotta be kidding me. But at the same time, I, I didn't expect to beat the Vikings to begin with. 
Yeah, I thought Delvin Cook was going to run all over us. I did. I thought so too. And I mean, he still got his hundred. I think what, what he finished with like 117 yards or something like that. Thielen fucking went off for us or for them. Yeah. So I mean, I, I was expecting it was it was the A's first game back. Cheeto Bay came back and you know he did all right. It sucks not having Diggs because Diggs was an up and comer. Uh, how about that safety though? That hard hitting safety, the one yes, that popped dude. The cook? dude. Yeah. They're talking about him being an up and comer now too. You know he's gonna get a lot of playing time. Uh, Donovan Wilson, I think his name is. Yeah, he popped. He popped Cook pretty good. I was uh, I was know, impressed with that one. Yeah, because I mean, not only did he he knocked Cook like the fuck out, and then he was also a little woozy after that hit too. Yeah, that was a good solid hit. Yeah, he was also the one that uh, was was it Cook that had the ball when they fumbled it? Because I think he hit Cook twice. There was one where he fumbled it. He hit the ball. It might have been a, a receiver. I can't remember. But he hit he hit right on the nose of the ball when he made the hit, and they fumbled it. And then that hit on Cook that we're talking about. Well, there was one that I saw that Cook had got ruled down on a fumble. Because who who had the uh, who had the strip fumble of uh, in the beginning? Mm, was it Alden? I honestly I don't remember the one the one that was like face met or face to face I mean head to head contact but he ripped the ball out of his hands before they hit the ground. Uh, maybe I I like when I turned on the game we had the ball on the thirty so it had just happened so I, I just know that there was a strip sack. Maybe somewhere. it was that safety too. It could I have think been. I think they did a safety blitz on that one. But that was on uh cousins not Cook. Yeah yeah yeah. So I don't know. I mean, they, they look really good. Hopefully, we can keep the momentum rolling, uh, get into a rhythm. Zeke looked like he was a little bit more productive. How about that catch by C.D. Lamb? Hell, yeah. To adjust on the fucking fly like that. Dude, that was an amazing catch. Hell, yeah. That was an amazing catch. Uh, yeah, I got him on my fantasy team, so I was like, that's my boy. That's my boy. Did he win this week? Nah, I lost. <laughs> You're out of the playoffs, aren't you? I, haven't, I don't know. I haven't checked. I've just been going week by week. But yeah. uh, I guess it's coming up on time to check because we're going into week 12. So it's going to be, I, I think there's what, like two weeks left? Two or three weeks, yeah. So I do need to check. I know I lost. You done for? Excuse me. Yeah, my glimmer of hope was uh, to beat my brother-in-law. And he got, God, he got so fucking lucky. Well, the guy I played against uh, had Patrick Mahomes. And so I think Patrick got him fucking like 54 points. This week I'm kind of screwed. Thielen's out with COVID and Murray's still hurt. I was hoping Eckler was going to come back, but because Ronald Jones is either 30 points or two points. There's no in between. Oh, you're talking about like Donald in general? Jones, yeah, dude. Shit pissed me off. Like like he was done. He, I, he's I, the replacement for Fournette, right? No, he's the, he's the number one running back. Oh, is he? I thought Fournette was supposed to be the. They use Fournette more of a, of a passing running back. back. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm excited. I'm I'm wondering how the team's gonna react after losing their strength coach today. No, a lot of people thinking that he's they they're gonna go out there with a lot of emotion too. You're right. So I'd already forgotten about the strength coach. But it, yeah. it's crazy that the reports came out. You know, he collapsed in the office, and then they they emergency ambulanced him out to the hospital and shit. And they come out today saying that he had passed away. So and they still haven't announced his death, cause of death. Yeah, I was trying to see. They got an update here on ESPN. They do? Or you're checking for one? No, they, are they, well, I guess this was updated at 530. Yeah, it just says a medical emergency. I mean, for you to be collapsing in the office, I would think it's, you know, 
heart attacks, yeah, stroke, something. something to do with the heart or something to do with the brain. Like if you had like a brain aneurysm or something, because you don't just collapse for anything. Shoes you something very certain. So that's that's sad news for the Cowboys. I know Jerry Jones came out and made a statement. Stephen Jones came out and made a statement. McCarthy. So you know, I think they will have a lot of uh, emotion behind them. Behind them tomorrow. That'd be good. I mean, like I said, shitty situation, but hopefully turn into a good, you know, represent, get a dub. But the the Cowboys play on Thursday. Now your Sunday's free. What the fuck are you going to do again? Fuck. I don't know, man. You're going to watch no your zone with no commercials and shit yeah. yourself again? Because <laughs> I can't go to the bathroom, fool. There's no commercials. Just, motherfucker, just get up. Just get up. <laughs> just get up and walk away. You're all right. <laughs> Well, I guess I can watch Red Zone and keep up with my fantasy team and make sure uh, that I can stay in the playoff hunt if I'm still in it. I got to check it. Yeah, I think last I saw you were sixth or fifth. I kept bouncing back and forth in between, like barely making it or barely being out. And I think now I've lost two weeks in a row. So I could be outside looking in. Yeah, no, I knew knew going into this week you were were fifth. Yeah, so. But. Dude, how about that hit on Joe Burrows? Dude. Did you see that? Dude, I, I completely fell for that kid. Well, I don't know if I completely felt for him, but that shit sucked. I, I felt that before, so I, that's why I fell for him. Like, I mean, not as extensive as his, but Jesus, I know. Yeah, well, because now they said that it was an ACL, MCL, and then other structural damage, too. Yeah. Like, that's fucking bad. Yeah, I, I know they were saying like 10 months, and I'm like, eh. They were saying 12 months. Well, I saw reports that were like 8 to, or eight to 12 months is what I saw. So they were projecting around 10, and I'm like, mm, I don't think so. Yeah, because, I mean, where are we at now? Late November, so 12, we'll say 10 months. So we'll say September. So he's not even going to be ready for the regular season. You know, that's going to be rehabbing and shit, but he's not going to be practicing. He's not going to be ready to go for the season. He's going to be out of the off-season workouts and, and training camp and shit like that. So, you know, it sucks, especially on, you know, the pace that he was at to break all these rookie records for passing and yardage and attempts and I think touchdowns too, no? Uh, I think so. So, I mean, he was on the, on pace to have this great, all-time great fucking rookie seasons and to go down like that kind of sucks, like big time. Yeah, I was... uh. You know, I had I had high hopes for him, but it, it's like my brother-in-law said. He goes, well, he blamed the Bengals line for that injury. And I told him, I said, I blame the Bengals organization. I said the same thing. If I make me, you know, $80, 90000000 million investment and I know my line is shit, why am I going to have him out there? I don't care if he's the number one overall pick. I just invested $90 million into this kid to have him go get hit and possibly, you know, this outcome. And then now what? I lose him for two years? Year and a half? Year and a half, yeah. Probably more like it. Honestly, look, honestly, I don't think he comes back next year. I think the 2022 season is when he comes back. Oh, okay, yeah. So, well, I mean, that's like saying the same thing for Dak's situation. You know, now that he's hurt, does Jerry pay him? Is, does, is he going to want to be on the hook for, you know, $35, $40 million a year for a player that suffered this horrendous injury? And may never be the same, you know, because it's the same thing for Burrow. Like that ligament's fucked. Either way, like it'll heal, but it's not going to have the same structure, structural integrity that it once had. Right, but th- that's the thing. Burrow's under contract. Dak's not. It's not the same situation because 
they can part ways and it doesn't hurt the Cowboys. They can't cut Burroughs because they're still out $90 million and they don't have nothing to show for it. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, had this happened year one to Dak, then yeah, I understand. But right now, I don't know if they'll pay Dak, to be honest with you. I don't know. So I don't think so either. I think they'll They keep them. saying that they are. Yeah, I, that's what I think too. I think he'll get franchised again. They keep saying he's the quarterback. He's our quarterback. We don't want nobody else. But at the same time, like you got to think realistically about the injury and everything else, like and the mo- type of money that was reportedly like what he wanted. So it just, I don't see it happening. They probably will franchise. It's going to be a lot of money on that franchise tag. It's going to be upwards of like forty something million, thirty nine, thirty nine, forty million. It was thirty thirty six if he did it again this year. Cause it, it's like thirty four now. It's not going to be thirty six, right? But the salary cap's going to go down next year. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. So it, it I think they were projecting. 36. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think the salary cap has anything to do with the franchise tag, though. Goes, I think I think the base. franchise tag goes off of the average of ever, all the quarterbacks' uh, contracts. So with Mahomes signing that fifty million dollar contract, the franchise tags are going to go up for quarterbacks. I don't uh, think it's based off a of salary I cap. It, I think it was off a salary cap too. I think it was based off the percentage of what goes to that position player because they were doing it because like who who was it that was uh fuck who was it that was continually franchise tagged? Yeah, but they Kirk? were they were no not Kirk Cousins, but they were trying to franchise tag him as a lineman instead of a linebacker or it, like another position because he played both and they were trying to tag him under one which paid a lot less than the other. Okay. But it, it was based off, it, it wasn't based off the adder, the average, but it was a number broken down to the percentage of the salary cap that is taken up on the average for the teams or some shit like that. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that sounds right, but it could be. Well, uh, here's this the, guy, how are franchise tag numbers calculated? <laughs> oh, first thing. <laughs> well, we're not the only ones to search that shit. He's reading. This could take a while. Number one, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so it's the franchise tag is the salary amount is set by the averaging of the top five salaries by position for the previous year. Or if it's higher than 120% of the player's salary the previous season. Or 120% of the player's salary? Right, the previous season. So it would be 120% of what Dak made this year. No. So basically it's not going off the cat, right? No, it goes off going off the salary of the players of the position, the top five. So Mahomes would be a part of that top five, but it wouldn't count anyway, because it's 50 million doesn't count in till 2022. Yeah. It would actually go down next year. That doesn't make any sense though. Because Mahomes signed this year. Mahomes didn't make shit for money. That was part. That's the way they structured. Well, then that would just mean he's not part of the top five. Cause you still got, uh, Carson Wentz at 35, Russell Wilson at 35, uh, Watson's at 39. I don't know if that kicked in this year. No, that'll be next year. So there's still other players that are making – if he if Mahomes is not getting his full – So he's going to be at 35 again. So, well, I think it's supposed to jump up. Either way, if you get franchised back-to-back, it's supposed to go up each time you get franchised because it's like a penalty for you using it on the same player every time. Uh-huh. So I'm pretty sure this year it was going to be like 34 – 35 mil. And I think next year is supposed to be like 30. If they franchise tag them again, it was supposed to be like 39, 39 or 40 mil, which is good for Dak this year, especially, you know, it's upsetting to him because he was working towards getting that long-term contract. 
but at least his money was fully guaranteed. He's going to see every cent of that money. Yeah. I don't know. A little side tangent there. Yeah, no uh, shit. But speaking of, you know, the Cowboys and their, their win over the Vikings, we had that news report about how they got motivated using watermelons. Oh, here we go. So listening to Skip and Shannon talk about this motivation tactic, they want to bring race into it and say that watermelons are very have a negative connotation towards black men. Obviously, we are not black men, but the fact that they needed to bring race into somebody's tactic of motivation because they used the watermelons is just like doesn't make sense to me. Like, how is using watermelons as motivation, smashing watermelons, a racist act? Well, uh... they kept saying, we're not going to say Mike McCarthy's racist, but using watermelons is not a good sign. I'm at a loss for words. Like, dude, that 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 makes zero fucking sense whatsoever. Like, okay, I I get what he's trying to say, but you're trying to that just sounds like all these Black Lives Matter deal, like throwing everything under one umbrella. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the exact same. It makes no fucking sense. It really, I mean, it really does. I don't. I honestly, I'm at a loss for words. I really don't know how to. Okay, so. You know how they go back and forth on like who starts the segment? Right. Shannon was the one that started the segment. Now, right. I don't know if they really communicate on their sides before the show. Right. Because it kind of looked like uh, Skip was thrown off. Okay. Because Shannon started the segment. And right. he started bringing race into it. Talking about the negative connotation. And Skip looked like he might have not seen that coming. And just rolled with it. And was like, yeah, you're right. That's totally racist. Like that, that you know. That's not right. You know, watermelons do have a negative. So he just started agreeing to agree to not start any shit on the show. Right. So, but, but that's, that's the way it goes though, because that whole all or nothing mentality that's going on right now is the same fucking, that's the same thing. How much, if Skip would have disagreed with him, that Skip's racist. That's yeah, it. Yeah. You know, that that's just it. Like it just, it blows my mind, dude. Cause I mean, like, from what I've seen, like, obviously, I caught that segment on YouTube. Comments on YouTube. Comments on, uh, I think I ended up looking up, uh, was it Twitter? I don't have a Twitter. But sometimes I can look up, like, those certain fucking segments. Right. And everything was like, how, how, how is this a negative thing? Like, how are you guys possibly bringing in race to a situation that had nothing to do with race? You know? They were watermelons. They're easy to smash. You have a sledgehammer. Trying to get the the guys hyped up. You know, there was no ill intent on the situation by bringing watermelons to a fucking training uh, or a practice session to get the, the boys hyped up. Like, you know, they got so excited. They went and put Dalvin Cook's face on one of them and then smashed it. You know, these guys, he was just trying to find a way to let the boys have uh, or have the boys let loose and. You know, have some fun. Yeah, I'm just, dude, I'm just sick of everything being, you know, if it's not racist, it's COVID, you know. And if it's not COVID, then, you know, it's something else. But it's just. It's the police. Yeah. I watched this thing. I watched this video of this lady getting pulled over and she had like a full on tantrum. Right. So the cop was patient with her. She was speeding. She was going 13 over in a 30. She was going 43 in a 30 right so the cop pulls her over and and 
for 30 minutes, he explains to her that he is giving her a, not a speeding ticket because I guess whatever state they were based off points, it would have been like four points on her license or some shit like that. So he gave her a, a seatbelt violation because she didn't have her seatbelt on as well. Instead, and a warning on the speeding, you know, just to be nice and courteous. And this lady threw a fucking fit, right? She was crying. She was, you know, having a panic attack. The cop even asked her, do you want me to call an ambulance? And so she's it, recording the whole thing or what? What other cop? The cop's car was recording. Oh, okay. And then she wanted to record the conversation with the cop, which he said, that's 100% fine. But I already have a camera on me and there's a camera on my car recording my audio and your audio. And she's like, well, I don't think that can be manipulated, blah, blah, blah. And so the cop's like, gets frustrated with her and tells her, you know what? Fine. You want a speeding ticket? I'll give you a speeding ticket. I'll go back and fix it. Because she's like, I'm going to contest this in court because I had my seatbelt on. And you told me that you stopped me over for speeding. So he said, okay. And he went back and gave her a speeding ticket. Well, why are you doing that? Why are you giving me the speeding ticket? I'll take the other one. Like He's like, no, I try to be patient with you, blah, 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 going on. And then all I see in the comments are... He didn't have to do that. No. If she was black, she would have got shot for doing that. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, dude. Uh, Here we fucking go. Like, I'm sorry. I don't know how many, you know, I mean, that's something I should probably look up. How many police stops are done a day? You know, you had the, the six major ones that, you know, that are black guy. That, or, that came out to the worst possible outcome. Yeah. Six. But, but there's other ones that come out to worst possible outcomes, but they don't get news coverage. You know, I think there was one in like Arizona or something like that where they shot and it was a white guy. So he got no news coverage. You know what I mean? Like, and the sad part is, is like you need the media to know what's going on in the world. But when they start twisting the meat or t- twisting the news to fit some kind of agenda and shit like that, it's, it's sickening. It really is, you know, cause you're talking about that. And then, uh, I'm talking about Skip and Shannon. That's that's media, you know. Right. They're there to talk about, discuss things, and also bring news to people that haven't heard or stuff. ESPN is the same way. ESPN during the the game before the game started made a a news uh thing about the officiating crew, the first ever all black uh officiating crew. Why does it matter? Why does it matter whether they're black, white, mixed? Anything. Well, hell, they're black and white on the shirt. Doesn't it, it? It doesn't. That's the problem. You know, even even the official. She said, "I asked the head the head referee. You know, how does he feel in this historic moment to be a part of the all African American crew, officiating crew for the first time ever?" And his response was basically like, "Why can't we just be an officiating crew? You know, whether it's black, white. You know, we're all here to do a job." Why, why do we have to be the black officiating crew? We're just here as people doing our job. You know, we're just an officiating crew. Like, he doesn't want to hear it. Nobody wants to hear it. But the media wants to spin it out to be a racial thing on everything. Well, okay. So, you, you know why they do that, though? You have all these people that feel like they're affected by this shit. You know what I mean? They feel like they like to blame other people for their situation. And, you know... And I understand sometimes, look, you can't get out of a certain situation, whether you're, you know, in the ghetto, broke, or, you know what I mean? There's not a lot of opportunity for you. You didn't get the best schooling. I get that. But you can't blame all white people for that. You can't blame, you know, anybody else 
except for yourself. Like, you know, I, I, it's, it's very frustrating for me. You know, like I said, we, when I, I've said before, we grew up, we didn't have a lot of money. Right. But, you know, I was taught from a long time ago, you never, never bet your house. You always make sure all your essential bills are paid. And then the rest, if you have extra, have extra, you know what I mean? Half these people out here, you know, these motherfuckers have some raggedy ass cars, you know, house is falling apart, but yet they got nice shirts because celebrities, you know, different things like that. And it, it, and, and they just blame people. It's just like now, like everyone voting for Biden because they thought Biden, Biden's going to fix their issues. And oh, he is, he hasn't, he hasn't not come through yet for, yeah. So he still is in their minds. He's still going to come in, you know? Yeah. He's they're gonna, already, they're already getting ready for the transitional period. So he's still got to come in and then not fulfill. Right. But then, like I told you, then it's going to be the same shit. Well, I had to fix all of Trump's things, so give me four more years, and then, you know, same shit. Then we get to do it again? Yeah. And, I mean, honestly, I, I hope Trump runs in 2024. I hear that that's what, he's, that's what his plan is. I really do. Well, something I read earlier, uh, I think it was yesterday or two days ago, and it was about Fox, like, telling Trump that, you know, you need to concede and this and that. He disowned Fox. He was like, you know what? I'm going to go do my own thing. Like, he's going to be starting his own political channel for conservatives. Well, what, what's the new what's the new social media platform? Was it Rumble or? Oh, I've never heard of that. I, just, I didn't even know there was another one. Well, it just came out. Uh, the Hodge twins talked about it. Really? Yeah. Because, and this is why they had their video. And he goes, this is what I hate about it. You know, that, you know, they want to talk about false, fake news and all this other shit. Right. He told like there in their video, he said that the race wasn't over. They still had to certify the election, blah, blah, blah. Facebook tagged it as fake news and told him, no, you know, on the bottom is AP poll says Biden has won and they took down their video. Okay. Even though technically he's right. Once uh, until everything is certified, the election is not over. So just because he's predicted to win and they're doing all these recounts and all that other shit doesn't mean he technically won just because the AP said that he won. Doesn't mean that he won. The right. AP does not call the race. Exactly. But yet for Facebook to, to flag it as, as fake news. fake news and this and that, but yet, and, and this is, this is my big deal, especially with like Facebook and Twitter and, and all these things that are, uh, that are pushing Biden's win. A, no, no, no. Just pushing a narrative in general. Oh yeah. Like, Okay, you can post a, a video like the George Floyd thing. Okay. When it first came out, they posted that video and it was all over Facebook and going crazy. And then you didn't see when the whole video came out, did they make the rounds? No. Was that being pushed? No. Was that being shared? No, it wasn't. So why is it that it's okay to push part of the story, but not the full story? Because I, to me, just like the news... Facebook, all that other shit, they're pushing a narrative. They really are. And I, I, I'm glad you brought up something about Facebook because that was what I was going to go to was the whole George Floyd thing and then Black Lives Matter. Like that was constantly in everybody's feed. And it wasn't from people that are on my Facebook, like friends and stuff like that. It was just random ass advertisements and shit like that right. that came up. And the little fucking uh, Facebook thing that like animate sometimes was like about Black Lives Matter and protests and stuff like that like 
they they really do push push that narrative. But uh, I was wondering if you were going anywhere with that that rumble. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> so they created. I guess someone had created this whole thing, and it's basically based on free speech. And it says like you can post whatever the fuck you want as long as it's not like obviously child porn. You know, there's obviously some limits, but you can post whatever you want. Now Facebook has answered them with a video talking about how that's unsafe and it can cause uh stirs and and invoke uh invoke violence and cause people to go you know to follow a trend and I'm like that's exactly what the fuck you did like you posted a video and then you put black lives matter behind it to get certain people who are feel affected you know, air quote affected yeah. by the situation riled up. And then you have riots and you have all this other shit because, and then the, all the stuff that comes up after all that's done and the yeah. riots have happened. It's not, you know, look at all these buildings that were burnt down and people's jobs were affected. It was look at all this br- police brutality at the, yeah. at the riots. They were peacefully protesting. That's all they pushed. Yeah. Look at Where's the tear gas? Well, look at half the town is fucking burned down. Why do you think they need tear gas? What you call it? So I think it's funny that they're saying that they're going to, this new app is going to be the one inciting uh, problems. Right. The app is called rumble. Why would you expect anything less? It's going to be a rumble. Well, I mean, not, I mean, not even that, the, the problem is I just figured the name was fitting. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and, but that's, that's the thing. Like people go back and forth on Facebook and like, I, it, it just it just blows my mind on it's, how well yeah it it's crazy too i mean people look to facebook for news and you know that can't even be unbiased you know your, right. your regular channel news can't be unbiased like it's just incredible like how much you have to rely on that but you really can't trust it right exactly you know it, i mean it's just like how we were talking about earlier how how covid right Okay. They keep pushing COVID, pushing COVID, you know, 250,000 dead, millions infected, people dying every day, blah, 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 right? That's all they keep pushing. You shouldn't celebrate Thanksgiving with your family. No more gatherings of 10 or more people. No traveling. No traveling. No this, no that. Don't do this. Don't do that. You know what? Fuck you. I said, I'm going to go celebrate Thanksgiving with my family. Because uh, before I even continue going, I, I saw this post the other day and Somebody had posted about, you know, it's Thanksgiving. Go be with your family. That's what the holidays are for. And I saw this thing and it it, I, it rang through me, you know, and uh, just because one lady's like, it's just one year. You can do it next year. And so someone commented on there and said, you're not guaranteed to be here next year. Your loved one is not guaranteed to be here next year. So what if this is their last one? And she goes, well, that's tough shit. Nice. I was like, oh, okay. So we're supposed to be okay with it because COVID, but yet this may be the last opportunity. And and in some cases that this is what it is. The last opportunity with loved ones before someone passes, stuff like that. Like do that. I mean, if, for me, Hey, go, go enjoy Thanksgiving. I, I'm not staying home. I'm going to go visit my family Hey, we may take precautions. You know, my mother-in-law, she's got hand sanitizer everywhere. Cool. You want to take the precautions? I'm 100% okay with that. Yeah. Just don't tell me that I can't go nowhere. You know what I mean? Don't tell me I can't go nowhere with like to my family's house. 
Well, shit, just today, dude, like traffic seemed heavier than usual at one o'clock. Oh, well, yeah, no. One o'clock, even, even before that, I think I was on a road test uh, for a vehicle and it was like 1030 and going south looked like it was getting ready to go bumper and bumper. Dude, they were talking about how reservations for traveling this Thanksgiving is up. What, what was it? 65% from last year, pre-COVID, like. And then, of course, you know, then they're don't don't travel. Don't do this. Don't do that. You know, I feel like the more they try to tell people what to do, the more people are going to do shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, I understand. And and like I was saying, like, you know, they keep pushing this whole narrative that the numbers are high and people are dying and this and that. But what they fail to realize is, okay, so every year the CDC releases numbers on how many people die per year. And the average number of people that die per year is 2.8 million people, right? So number one leading cause of death, heart disease. Second is diabetes. I know cancer, something else is, you know, is up there. But this year, you know, average is 2.8 million. This year we're at 2.2 million with a month left to go. So even with COVID, we're under our national total. National average. Or national average. So... But... 250,000 people have died from COVID. It's insane. Millions infected. It's crazy. Hell, I read some article there talking about that you have to carry around identification that you've gotten the vaccine. Where? Uh, I was reading some article that some of Biden's uh, medical staff that he's bringing in, you know, is suggesting, suggesting that after the vaccination has been given that you need to have some type of identification card or paper verifying that you have it. And they're also pushing that employers should uh, require for you to work to have the vaccine. You know, I don't know if you know your, you know, world history or not, but there's another gentleman by the name of Hitler that required you to have papers. You know, I'm not saying Biden's Hitler, but you see the path we're going on here. Oh shit. Yeah. That. And then, uh, there's no telling what's in the fucking vaccine, you know? Next thing you know, they're sticking everybody with these needles, putting the vaccine in them, and they got fucking, like, trackers in them and all this other stupid well, shit. Well, yeah, I mean... You get con- cause crazy-ass conspiracy theories there. Well, I mean, my ass... Let, let me put it to you like this. If I wanted my car fixed, right, I wouldn't want the cashier at H-E-B fixing my car, right? Okay. Okay. So tell me why that we have Bill Gates, who is a computer genius... Coming up with a medical vaccine. I don't think it's actually Bill Gates doing it. I think it's, you know, a team of well, professionals it, doing it. That it it's his, it's his company that is at, at is pushing it. But they're, so his, his whole ordeal is and their whole thing with him is the whole tracker deal. That's why he's involved in it. Because they do want to track who's gotten it and who hasn't gotten it. See, I mean, that's just like so fucking dumb. But. Yeah, I mean that's where the conspiracy theories fucking start playing and yeah, like it's it's just insane, dude. You know to require people to fucking do this shit. You know what happened to free speech, free will? You know uh, what is it? Freedom, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Or life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah, life. Sorry, but like everyone's supposed to be free for you know make your own choices and all this shit and here comes all these new ideas that we need to mandate and uh control these people and make them do it i don't understand the ideology behind it and why people get behind it well but see but that's the thing dude when they push people to be scared like 
There's people that are like, uh, what's her name? Uh, one that's supposed to be on. Tonight. Oh, uh, Cecilia's friend. Yeah. Like her, you know, she's afraid to go out because of COVID. Yeah. Like, why should you be so afraid to go out? I mean, you have, you still get groceries. You still get toilet paper to wipe your ass. You still get, you know, I'm pretty sure you eat out. I'm pretty sure. I mean, there's like all these other things. Well, that's not true. Not, not everybody's going out to eat. No, but I mean, not everybody's doing this. Not only. So I didn't talk with Travis today. Okay. At the end of the day, we were slam busy today, but when we were washing up and stuff, you know, I was talking and I was like, somebody asked me or made a comment about 2020 and they're like, man, can you believe 2020 is almost over, man? It flew by. And I was like, fuck no, this year fucking dragged ass. You couldn't fucking do anything. I was like, granted, yes, we did take the Florida trip, which was a great trip. We It was a lot of fun. You know, got to try some new things and stuff like that. But besides that, I don't even remember the last time I went to the movie theater. They've all been closed. All yeah, the no movies, shit. all the movies that were supposed to come out this year got postponed. You know, there's a lot of shit that you, you don't really think about because it was such a luxury. And you can clearly see that you can live without them. But those were all luxuries. Like you wanted to go out to the movie theater. You wanted to go have popcorn and watch the new movie and all that shit. And you couldn't do it. Like this whole year is just fucking drug and drug. And I was like, I don't know where you get the idea well, the, that it flew by. Well, the movie theater has been open for a while now. Yeah. But now with all the fucking uh, people talking about shutdowns again, they're going to get shut down again. Well, no, I don't know. I don't know if you saw this or not, but you can rent out a whole theater. Yeah. Fuck that. Uh, how much do you think it is? Uh, I'm going to assume at least a fucking 250, 300 bucks. hundred bucks. Oh, really? You can have up to 10. That's $10 a person. Yeah. You just have to be spread out. That doesn't make sense, though, dude, because tickets on their own before COVID was like $15. What? What movie theater were you going to? Any of them. We used to go to Westgate, uh, South Park, Evo. You buying an extra ticket for your snacks or what? It's $18 at Evo for two tickets. On Tuesdays? No. On Tuesdays, it's $5 a ticket. Oh, okay. Normal was like $8.50 after 7 o'clock. Anyway. So this you can rent out a place for a hundred bucks, a hundred bucks. Yeah. For up to 10 people. Who's doing that? Uh, a lot of movie theaters around here because they have no revenue. They're just trying to get people in. Well, like Evo, you can order popcorn from them. They'll deliver it. <laughs> I don't know if uh, we need people delivering popcorn, but uh, it's fucking movie theater popcorn. It's fucking I, delicious. I don't really care for popcorn to begin with. Oh, okay. is the one that loves popcorn. She likes to get the large bag. And the, who who's that? Was it Cinemark, like South Park Meadows and stuff? That you buy the big ass tub. It comes with a little tap for a free refill. Uh, maybe back in the nineties. Now, if you just had a large popcorn, they just refill it. Oh, you can still just get it refilled. Yeah, they don't have tap. <laughs> oh, okay, what you call it? Well, I always remember my brother, dude. My brother loves movies and he loves movie theaters and he loves their popcorn. Like he's crazy about them. He'll go over there and watch three straight movies and fucking refill his bucket for each movie and then refill it again before he goes home. Okay. Yeah. I ain't about that life, but I'm like, bro, how do you do that? Like, that's the one guy that I actually call bro. You think we need to say bro more? What's up, bro? No, no. All right. But yeah, I was like, bro, I don't know how you do it. Like, that's the only bro. person I call bro is my brother. Because he's my brother. Person. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know how he does it. So, say you love movie, movie theater popcorn too. Like we haven't, we haven't had it because you know places have been closed. 
So. Saturday, Tyson Fred, I'm gonna bring fucking popcorn. Are you gonna buy the popcorn? Might as well. I'd be right. fucking legit. Let's go, Tyson fight. It better be good, dude. As good as Tyson's looked in the fucking sparring videos and and training videos, like it better well, be a badass fight. I just don't like that there's no knockouts. Like they're not gonna swing to knock each other out. No, like there is no winner, there is no loser. It's an exhibition fight. Oh, okay, yeah. But they're going in it to to win it. Like Tyson's like, I'm gonna knock this motherfucker out, and Roy Jones is like, I'm gonna try to knock him out too. But it's not gonna be a winner. It's just gonna be like a oh hey, they fought. fight's over. Yeah, good job guys. Yeah, yeah. It's just that that's the thing that worries me, dude. You know, it's just this big paper uh, pay per view uh, ordeal. You know, and it's an exhibition fight. Like there's nothing at stake. There's nothing you know other than them to hype up the fight to make money. You know, that's why that's what makes me worried about this fight is that it was all talk. They're going to go in there, throw a few jabs, dance around the ring and then uh, call it a night. Go home with a new paycheck. Well, see there. Oh, uh, Nate Robinson's fighting on this motherfucker. Huh? Nate Robinson. Comedian. Nate Robinson, the basketball player. I don't know. Short guy used to play for the Knicks. No. The one that dunked over Shaq. (laughs) I don't remember. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, yeah, he's fighting on the card as well. They have multiple fights? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was just fucking uh, Tyson one, and... One, two, three. Roy Joy. Three on the uh, prelims and then one, four on the main card. Are there actual professional boxers fighting on no, that card, one too? Or? Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson. The YouTuber Jake Paul? Jake Paul is fighting? Yeah. That's funny as fuck, dude. He's fighting Nate Robinson. Wow. That's crazy. It's only 50 bucks? The the whole fight? Yeah. Well, I would hope so. It should have been free. What's the paper? I mean, obviously it's for charity, but but I don't I don't know. Like I think they have they would have more success, especially if it's for like a charity thing like you're saying. Like to be free and then constantly advertise, you know, donate to whatever website or whatever phone number or whatever account or GoFundMe or whatever, however they want to do it. But I feel like you would have more success having it. Well, you see all the little kids in Africa starving and they ain't getting shit. <laughs> okay, so. That's because the charity is using all the money on something else, fool. They just use them to get the the pity, the the people to want to donate to it. All right, for 20 bucks. It's, it's like the, the stray dogs and cats and stuff video with I'm the sad music. I'm not going to lie. That sad music, once that hits. What is that, the ASPCA or something like that? Was it that Sarah McLaughlin? Yeah. Sad ass shit, dude. Once that hits, it's like, God damn it. Little dog shivering in the cold and shit. And you're like, oh, poor dog. Jen always tells Sadie, because like, she watches TV with us, right? And that'll come on TV. And You want to be that dog? You want to be that dog? Huh? And she's all <clears throat> under the blanket laying on a pillow in a nice warm house. So. Well, so that's something to look forward to this weekend. We got the Cowboys tomorrow. We got some turkey. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ham, mac and cheese. I like how your voice changed. Dressing. I don't know where you're getting that from, but well, I find it kind of awkward that you were pinching your nipple when he said ham. You're <laughs> such a lying ass <laughs> motherfucker. I even looked down. I was like, did I move my arms? <clears throat> this motherfucker. You one lying ass motherfucker. This... <laughs> <laughs> I even did. I really did even look down. I was like, did I really? <laughs> this. <laughs> I can't, oh oh, my God. I can't believe you actually checked. <laughs> <laughs> You're all ham. Yeah. <laughs> this God motherfucker. Damn. 
Yeah, no. I always talk your shit. I got to. I got to. I mean, and then, and I mean, it looks like uh, Sound of Wood might be going down tonight. Any updates on that? Uh, Wood said he's eating, and then he's done. Uh, John Mimino was driving back from Waxahachie. His wife's. They went up there for his wife's family. Who's that? Danny's brother, Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy. Oh, I said John Mimino threw you off there. Yeah. And I told him, I said, I told him it might be going down tonight. He said, fuck all y'all. And then he said he's calling them all out for your run tonight. So what time are they supposed to go down? Uh, I don't know. Because Jimmy, I don't think Jimmy's going to go. He had four hours and that was what? When he was in that, Jimmy? Eight. Because how far is Waxahachie? Four hours. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I heard you say four hours, but I thought you meant like four hours left. Uh, No, 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 no. It's four hours away. He's probably in like Waco or some shit right now. Getting close. Yeah, probably a couple hours out. But I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I have the utmost confidence in Sal. (laughs) (laughs) No. No confidence in Wood. Now, Wood's car. Okay, so Wood's car I'm very confident in. In Wood, not so much. And it's just. So Wood's Wood's got a decent build. He just doesn't have the the time behind the wheel. Wood has a, a junkyard built car. Does and he really? Yeah, I mean, dude, fuck yeah, half that shit's from the junkyard. I, like, thought, I thought he was actually ordering parts online and all that shit. Nah, hell no. His injectors he's he got from Rent Apart is he got injectors from Rent? Why wouldn't he buy just get new injectors? It's wood, huh? Like cheapest way possible. Yeah, look it up on YouTube. Like he got a he got a electric fan for this thing, right? And it took him two years to try to fabricate it to make it work. And then it's just sitting somewhere in his garage, and then Never he went got and got a, he well he went and got another one because I mean they're like twenty bucks at Rancher Park, and that's the one that right before we went to the track in uh, was that Dallas? Uh, yeah, Ennis. That night that we're out there fucking with the shit till three in the morning. Yeah, had to leave at seven. Yeah, and then on the way back, y'all were riding at fifty five because y'all did he, he didn't have fifth gear. Fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> God damn it. Fucking wood, man. That was cold blooded. Motherfucker waited till we're halfway <laughs> back. Oh, fucking wood. Like a three and a half hour drive, and we were two and a half hours in and only halfway back. And he's like, Oh, I got a confession. I got fifth gear. I put a brand new transmission in it. You did what? <laughs> Me and Danny both looked at him like, uh, What'd you just say? We've been driving slow as fuck because we thought you didn't have fifth gear and didn't want to over your ever shit. And you're over here just fucking. Why are we going so slow, guys? Yeah, whistling Dixie fucking riding <laughs> around in your car. And he was like, I thought you would notice whenever you race my car. What? He would have turned around and be like, you're on candid camera. Yeah, no shit. Oh, man. I can just imagine that shit's funny as fuck. Yeah, and then uh, it looks like hopefully Saturday, I guess, weather weather permitting, my car will be back here in Kyle. Oh, you're going to finally tow it in? Yeah, I ended up. I, well, I sold my kid's Volvo. Made some room. Uh, well, I had a parking spot anyways for it, but uh, no, I got to take it out there to him, and I we swapped title for title on on a car, and then I'm gonna bring my Mustang back. So, be exciting. I haven't. Uh, I've taken uh, multiple opinions from people on what I should do because I was gonna send my motor out to go get built, which would cost me like twenty one hundred bucks, I think. The one was like twenty eight hundred. The other one was like eighteen hundred or two thousand. Something like, I can't remember. I had it written down. But one was it would take one month. The other one would take two months. And I'm like, uh, I could throw it together and take a week, you know. So 
Honestly, I think that's the route I'm going to end up going. Just throw that bitch together. Not send it out or anything. No, probably power wash the heads, go through them, make sure everything looks good, and then hit them with some uh, WD-40 to get all the water off, blow them off, and stab them. Let them rip. You know, I'm uh, I'm Jonesing right now. I mean, all the all the because you want that new engine, huh? Huh? That way you don't put all your money into this one and you can get it to lock up sooner. Nah, I just move on to the next one. Nah, no, my next. So whenever this one goes, my next builds a coyote. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. We talked about this before. Yeah. That's 12 G's. That 12 G's ain't just sitting there. Motherfucker like, oh, let me, I have to blow this one up first. No, I'm going to have to drive it and save up some cash for it. Hell, fucking this week we had to pay for the rental car. Got to pay for the deductible. We got our house payment. Got all that shit coming up. It is not looking pretty. It'll be fine. for. Yeah, no, I already know. I just didn't like. Like, we're all talking, like, I was like, fuck, man, what are we going to do? And then Jen's like, hey, because we're going to buy the kids some clothes for Christmas. She goes, Old Navy has a fucking sale. Oh, hell yeah, do it. (laughs) Like, okay. I said, you going to put it on the credit card? She's like, yeah. It's like, we'll pay it off because it's gain share time. You need game chair? No, gain share. Oh, gain share. Oh, for her, right. Bonus. Yeah. Yeah. It's already looking good, no? Uh yeah, but they already they already had paid them out some dur- throughout the year, so she lost a little bit. She only get like maybe. Oh yeah, they were like fronting some of it, right? Yeah, they gave them like I think they gave her thirteen hundred on the first one, and then nine hundred on the second one, or something like that. But nah, she I think she only has like seven grand left, or some or or something like that. Like seven grand ain't nothing. It's honestly, it's not. It's like she'll get like what five grand the week before Christmas, so. Says the fool that like Cecilia was all excited that she got a eight hundred and fifty dollar bonus, like seven grand. Ain't nothing to be excited about. It's not. She should have made more. This motherfucker. Well, I told her, dude, we went through our fucking expenses and holy shit. We eat out way too fucking much. It's just easier, right? Yeah. Well, like especially Especially when you got eleven kids. Well (laughs) (laughs) Well, like the other day we ordered groceries and then I went to work and she was working overtime, so she's like what what are we going to do for dinner? Oh, fuck. I don't know. All right. I got the kids Wendy's. I was like, okay, well. You pick yourself up something for dinner. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I already, I, typically when I'm going to be working late, because I, dude, ever since they started construction over there by the high school, traffic, good luck. Like, I get physically pissed off if I have to go get, like, a part. Like, I try to anticipate everything that I'm going to need so while you, I'm there. You just do it all in one swoop. Well, yeah, because last time, I, okay, so last time I had to go run and get a part, right? I left, I closed up, I left, went straight there, straight back, 55 minutes. And I went to advance, that's one exit up. But it takes, dude, it takes 45 minutes. I had a customer come drop off. It took 45 minutes to get from my neighborhood to the warehouse. 45 minutes because of all that traffic. Nice. Because they detoured it all to that three-way. Sounds so, like fun. Yeah, so... Like the other day, I was like, fuck, I forgot a clamp. And I was like, oh, maybe I have one. And I didn't have one that size. Dude, I was. You were hot. I was mad as fuck. I literally had to sit in traffic for 45 minutes for a $3 part. And that was just because I it came in the pack of like six. Well, now you got extras for next time, so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, but it was kind of an odd shape, so I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> but if I ever do need one, I got one. Because I bought that universal pack from Harbor Freight, but they don't have any like. Uh, cooling hose in one, like heater hose. 
that that's how they do, that's about as big as they go is heater hose oh okay like was it one and three quarter inch or something like that you're talking about for like the actual like upper hose yeah you know how it's like a Real two and fat. a half yeah, yeah 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 they don't they don't have those in a pack hell i bought heat shrink the other day and i use all of the normal size heat shrink so now i have an abundant amount of like random ass thick ass, ass ones yeah i was trying to do i was trying to do a wire repair and i was like Fuck, this is all I have. So I was like trying to makeshift the heat shrink to make it work. It was so fucking annoying. Trying real hard there. Well, I mean, uh oh. Uh oh, we got news on Wood and Sal? No, they're waiting on my call. They're waiting on your call? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got to call Sal. Wood doesn't have Sal's number. Oh. Uh, I mean, I'll just text him. Hey, Sal, uh, when you hear this next week, I'm rooting for you. <laughs> He's putting all his money on you, Sal. Yeah. 15 doll hairs. I put all my faith in you. You know, it sucks sometimes being race master. Yeah. Yeah. Then you just got to be in charge all the time. Or what? I mean, when you, when you, the, you know, the all time flagger, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just cause you, you're good just at cause it. you weren't good at racing. You're the flagger. Uh, that's a negative. Uh, I mean, look, as far as the way everything's going right now, you know, we do have like a, a small list, right? I'm shooting coming out of the hole to be top three. Just slamming your car together. Yeah. My goal is to be top three. I don't come out. I, I'm i not coming out to be a participant like Wood. You're trying to win. Yeah, I'm very competitive. I think, so who would be ahead of you? Because you would obviously take number three if you want to be top three. Danny and Wood. Or Danny and uh, Jimmy. Jimmy. That's what I thought. And they're, and they're neck and neck. Like 13. They're, they're in their own league. No, no, no. I mean, they're they're still street capable, having fun. I think Jimmy's thirteen two, Danny's thirteen three, but they're like hit or miss. And I think honestly, now after Danny made some adjustments to his car, he should be as fast if not faster. Yeah. What about Sal? What is Sal? Uh, Sal's probably like a thirteen eight, thirteen seven car. He, I mean, it, I mean, we're, everyone's in in a competitive range. But I will admit this though, Sal does have the edge on me as far as head to head races. Like seat time. No, like. As far as me and me and Sal have raced one time, and he's got me. Oh, okay. So, but you were in the gatekeeper over there. No, no, I was in. That's when I had my Mustang. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. He had stock gears and everything, but I had <clears throat> so the transmission on my car, first and second strong as fuck, but I had to short shift third because it would not accept it if I was like at a high RPM. Like if I try to power shift it, it would not go in a third. So. I would have to shift at like 3,000 RPMs and the car would bog. So me and Sal race, out the gate, bam, a car ahead of him. Maybe a car and a half, right? Hit second, pull a little bit further, and I'm like, fuck yeah, I got this in the bag. Short shift third, and all of a sudden I see lights. And I'm like, what the fuck? Of course, he had stock gearing in it, so he had longer, so he didn't have to shift, right? So then I like get up there in the third, and I shift in the fourth, and I'm like, fuck, he's catching me. And I see Wood at the finish line, and I'm like, just start running towards me, bro. <laughs> just come on. He's coming. He's like shorting the length here. <laughs> yeah, he's coming. He's coming, and I'm not gaining nothing. And he got me. He got me by like a bumper. He ran me down. Nice. And I was like. And Sal doesn't let you let that down, huh? Nah, I mean, it. it's all fun and games between us. But yeah, in the back of my mind, I still think about it. Every time I see him, I'm like, motherfucker. There you go, Sal. The truth comes out. Coming for you. Redemption, baby. Yeah. Now, but yeah, I, honestly, I think this is going to be Woods. 
This would probably be Wood's first official race. For you guys. With you guys. I mean, on the street racing. I mean, because like, he's played around with the Scion, but he should beat me every time. And I think he's lost like 15 times with the Scion. Really? But it's seat time and experience. Yeah. So, I don't know. But Well, good luck to Wood. Good luck to Sal. Stay safe out there. That's going to do it for us today. Appreciate y'all listening. We'll see y'all next time. And we out.